This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Way too much snow. Way too often. March, once again, the worst winter month. Dave Harrigan has come around. He agrees with nope, me. Not quite. Oh, stop. Stop. All right. I want, I was, uh, I was saddened to see this, but not surprised that once again, I'm not saddened in any way that people are showing up to events involving a council or wherever it might be where policies are going to be debated. But when they act beyond reasonable and at times criminal, and this is becoming more commonplace, and it should not be viewed common or accepted in any way. We're about to bring into the conversation Minneapolis City Council member Latricia Vitao. But I'm going to read parts of the Dave Oreck story from the Star Tribune because Oreck lays it out very well. A divided Minneapolis City Council decided to seek help from state lawmakers to crack down on threats against them and near takeovers of council meetings by protesters. Think about that. Seeking help from state lawmakers to crack down on threats against them and takeovers of council meetings. The tense discussions came a week and a half after protesters so disrupted a meeting and accosted council members that three of them filed police reports alleging intimidation. In those incidents, a group of protesters on the losing side of a series of votes forced a recess of the council when they shouted on council members with profanities and statements about their families. While several reached over the dais where council members sat, again, profanities, comments about their families, reaching out at them. Council member Vito, who's about to join us, and a member of staff were filed in the skyway by an activist screaming profanities at them. And according to the council member's account, briefly trapping them on the top of a two-story escalator, an incident recorded by activist D.J. Hooker. Vita on Tuesday said she has been granted a restraining order against Hooker. And Councilmember Vita is with us. She is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Outline. I, I am sorry you had to go through this. It is tragic that this continues to happen. Uh, across uh, this city, across the state, and across the country. Thank you very much for your time. How typical is this becoming, Councilmember, where you're debating 
and discussing policies which are important, where people have passionate opinions, but is clearly going beyond the normal discourse, which is should be accepted by a civilized society. Absolutely. And sadly, it's becoming too common. You know, I knew when I um, got this job that there would be difficult conversations and that people would be angry sometimes and sometimes happy around the decisions I made. But I never ran for office to be called the N-word or, you know, for my husband and even my dog to be threatened, to be called a sellout for people to accuse me of not being black enough, that that goes too far. Yeah. What are the particular issues in your position where individuals are so infuriated and so nauseating, I'll use that term, where they're using this filth against you? So I think the two big things that I've noticed that have come up on the council is encampment clearance, cl- you know, clearing encampments and then um, this Route Depot uh, issue has been a part of um, the work I've done on the council, but I don't, you know, I don't, um, I, how can I say this? I just, I don't uh, oversee the work that's being done on the Route Depot because mm-hmm. it's not in my ward as much. I mean, it's not in my word at all, so I don't really have a lot of communication about it as much. But I have had people in the past reach out to me to talk. And none of these people who were at the meeting last week has ever tried to set a meeting with my office and say, council member, this is what we think. You know, it's always been just showing up. And last week wasn't the first time that this group showed up, but last week was the first time that I felt unsafe with, you know, with what was happening. So um, you point out, and the org story points out, this activist, DJ Hooker. How many other people are involved in this? And what is the next step for the council to continue to get things done, to tackle issues where, guess what, plenty of people might be upset, but the, the action has to happen Without the disruptions, the profanities, and the attacks. Yeah, and you know, it's about doing the business of the city first, right? And so when it's disruptive, when you're being verbally assaulted or physically assaulted, because this incident with DJ Hooker and myself, I was just, this was about an hour after the council meeting, so I felt safe to go to lunch. My Myself and the Ward 4 uh, staff walked over to lunch like we do almost every single day, you know, thinking about nothing but getting lunch. And he saw me, I saw him. And it just, you know, he just came after me. And I, I mean, like, I really felt like I, I was being stalked. And I said, you're too close. And that, like, you know, I've seen this person at the um, at City Hall previously about issues. And, you know, had, he's used some language and things like that. But this got out of control. And it wasn't just me. It was my team also. You know, we were all on that escalator. And um, I could feel my feet kind of slipping back, and I thought I was about to fall down the escalator. And so did uh, my policy aide who was on the escalator behind me. And so that just went too far. It really did. Did you feel at any point he was going to harm you or wanted to harm you? Not only did I feel like he was going to harm me, I felt like I was about to fall down the escalator. 
I have been in some scary situations in my life, but nothing more scary than that. When I, so he had the phone like sitting on my nose and really close to my face. So I was really focused on the phone, but then I realized like my feet were slipping. And then, you, you know, when you feel yourself slipping, I'm like, I'm trying to protect myself. I really thought I was about to fall down the escalator. Like so, I was scared. Yeah. You should have been. I mean, uh, I think all of us in that situation would have would have had some of those same feelings, if not the exact same feelings. Minneapolis City Council member Latricia Vita is with us. Okay, so what happens next? What should the council do in obeying open laws and also trying to to stop the either the verbal or physical attacks? I think it's okay for people to come. And, you know, we have times for people to come and speak on a specific issue. People are um, allowed to set up meetings with council members individually if they want. I want that. I love talking to constituents. I love talking to the people of Minneapolis. Um, But I think that's what it has to be. It has to be us talking to one another, not someone yelling at you and, you know, trying to bully and put fear in you. And and I want people to be able to show up to the council mem- to the council meetings, but we have to be able to conduct the business. And you can't do that with people screaming profanities and um, you know disrupting uh, the meetings. Do you think you need law enforcement there to make I sure? Do. Yeah. I do. I do. I um, do. As someone who uh, has applied for a restraining order and filed a police report, I do think that. How soon will that happen? I'm not sure if it will happen. It's something that I I think we're going to have to agree on as a council, and I'm not sure that all council members agree with that. But I do, and I'll tell you, where I sit on the dais makes me feel way more uncomfortable uh, probably than other people do. Like I'm kind of at the end of the dais, really close to the door. And after the last incident, the things that people were doing outside the door and, you know, how how close I was to someone who could have just walked in and did anything to me, I'm even more scared. So help me out here. If if council members know, I mean, they've, they've been at the council meetings, they've watched these disruptions, they know what's happened to you. Have they tried to explain why they wouldn't want more law enforcement at the meetings? I, I I don't understand. You know, we had two votes yesterday around getting help from uh, the state on what we could do as a council, and some council members voted against that, and that that was heartbreaking because we're all in this together. If I'm in harm's way, they are too. We're all sitting up on that dais together. It's just a matter of who's going to get hurt first. Does this um, cause you in any way to doubt? what you're doing and whether this is worth it? I don't I don't think it causes me to doubt if it's worth it or not, but it does it does break you a little bit, you know? It was it was really hard for me um the week after this happened because my job before coming on the council was quiet and you know yeah. I, I didn't have to worry about the danger I was in. I love I love serving on the Minneapolis City Council. It is definitely one of my most it's something that I've always wanted to do and I love so much, but these things they they this this 
this fear, it, you know, it takes away from you and you have to have time to recover and come back from it. And, you know, but the people who I represent, they've reached out, they show me love and my team love. And, you know, they tell us how much they appreciate us. They also ask for their snow to be cleared, but they tell you, you know, they, they appreciate you. And so that's what keeps you lifted up and, and uh, focused on doing the right thing. Council member, be safe. Um, keep doing your job, and I really appreciate you coming on, on and uh, sharing your honesty about what's happening. Thank you so much. You have a good day. You also. Minneapolis Bye. City Council member, Latricia Vita. Let's add this to the list of what's unacceptable. Again, respect. We had this conversation earlier. The reaction of some people regarding the wild and the decision to, at the last moment, we're not going to wear the LGBTQ jerseys. I don't agree with it. I understand maybe <laughs> there were legal issues, considering what the laws are now in Russia. I wonder about, was it a late player who came in? And I get that we can have a debate about it. But what, again, was awful is, let's use a gay slur. And just feel no problem using a gay slur in texting the radio station. And we talk about respect and having Fundamental differences, although I have a tough time on some of those differences, but you can have a conversation, a respectable, a respectful, a decent conversation. And again, this is what's happening more and more with politics. And by the way, the left and right are fully capable. And the idea that the left is not as capable of the right in some of these things, you're not paying attention. Because we've seen it. With announcements, when Mike Freeman was the you know chief attorney for Hennepin County with individuals just taking over the press conference and, and stopping things. And now, where you can't even get your work done. And I got a really tough time for a fairly naive other member of the city council. How would you have felt if you were council member VTOL and you're in a position where you're profanity screamed at you and your families and you're cornered. And they said, I don't think we need security again, Dave. This is another one where I wonder if, if they were in the same position. So this level of the discourse and the physical and the verbal confrontation, it makes me think once again, why do you want to get into this business, Dave? And, and who's passing on these opportunities and, What would cause you to put up with this nonsense at this point? I would not last very long at all. It's 21 past two. I want to hear from you. 651-461-9226. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Among the uh, texts coming in, Chad, does it really shock you that Trump activists use threats of violence? (laughs) Um, If you think most of the individuals who are disrupting Minneapolis City Council meetings are Trump activists, I've won the last 27 uh, Masters. No. Most of the time, the folks who are disrupting Minneapolis City Council meetings are folks who are well to the left. And the council, think about this for a second. Sit down. They're saying the Minneapolis City Council isn't left enough. <laughs> the truth. As bizarre as it is, the truth. Yeah, that's a bunch of righties out there. It's fine. I mean, do, do we have other examples across the country where we have MAGA Haters and confronting people. Yeah. And by the way, we'll get to January 6th. We'll get to Tucker Carlson and what's going on with Fox here in the, in the next segment. But again, if, if, if the broad brush is going to be, well, it's just the right. And it's just Trump activists show up at one of these meetings. Mm-hmm. You think Trump activists were the ones who are disrupting Mike Freeman press conferences on a regular basis? Hell No. So we can do the broad base and say there are examples of both. But with the city council, it's lefties. And it's pretty far lefty. So let's just tell the truth about that. 651-461-9226. Our forefathers would roll over in our graves. I mean, we go with the Chuck Barkley line when he'll say somebody's alive and it's just so bad, you know. Larry Bird is watching this game right now, and he's rolling over in his grave. <laughs> R.T. Ryback is watching this right now, and he's rolling over in his grave. I don't know what is going to happen politically. Where We're going to have more of the honest discourse. If I mean, just wait until the next 18 months. <laughs> and now that's going to. That's going to play out. <laughs> Are you talking about with the public or with the candidates? Yes. Just your, your comments, but Trump still made it fashionable. The leftists are nuts, too. Both of the extremes are nuts. But, and again, I called out Trump. He never was equipped. He's a pathological liar. If people think, the fringe on the left needed Donald Trump to decide this tactics again. I've now added Machu Picchu in my backyard. Nice. Yeah. So it's the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, and Machu Picchu. Woo. How much? 
Well, if I have the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, much you know, I'm getting into Durasha territory. That's true. Durasha yeah. just came up short too. You know, Jason's talked many times about his next house. J Lo and Ben just bought one for sixty four million. He was at sixty three. Mm. You got to draw a line. Yeah, that's tough. You gotta draw a line. Um, let's see. There's a faction people left Minneapolis agree with these tactics. They obsessively hate the mayor. And certain counts of people. It's the truth. It is the truth that Jacob Fry to them is a righty. And if if it isn't their way, it's attack, it's attack, it's attack. There's the limousine liberal group who disagree with Fry but are more traditional about it and more mocking him. And want somebody for the left, but they're the ones who are confrontational, criminal, and are daring people to arrest them, and we don't arrest them. Enough. No, no, and that's it's easier to be confrontational at this point, isn't it, than to actually sit down or you know set up a meeting with a council member or the mayor or whoever, yep. and have an actual discussion about why you feel that way. Be civil about where your point is on an issue versus the other. Yep. It's like, I guess at this point it's easier and, hey, you might get some news coverage out of it, right? If you make a, make a video out of it, get yourself on YouTube, and, you know, then the problem is those that disagree with you, all of a sudden you've created another wedge, right? Well, mm-hmm. that person's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so is everyone else who thinks like them because that's where our minds go, right? Yes. Profanities, attacking a family, attacking a dog, and confronting somebody where they're going to fall back. I mean, that's what we're doing here. Which news outlet, which I've been watching a lot today and watched a lot yesterday, is not covering the Tucker Carlson revelations? Take a shot at it. Which one's not covering? Tucker's big breakthrough exclusive. We're going to talk about it coming up. 651-461-9226. Tell me which outlet that is. Okay, Kevin McCarthy is the Speaker of the House. So uh, goes Joe Biden, goes Kamala Harris, and it goes Kevin McCarthy. Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House apparently believes in transparency. He believes in the public getting all the information possible and letting them decide, including January 6th. Because we really haven't had any information on January 6th, have we? It's really been hidden. No information out there. So Kevin McCarthy's thinking, I want the public to see this. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send this to ABC, CBS, NBC, BBC, Chad Hartman Show, uh, New York Times, Washington Post. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I know. Okay, I'm going to send it to Fox News. So I know what I'll do. I'll send it to Brett Baer, Martha McCallum, their other top news people. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm going to send it to Tucker Carlson because I need to keep kissing his ass to make sure the right loves me. And the right apparently doesn't love me because they didn't like enough when I resuscitated Donald Trump back to life. About a month after January 6th when he kissed his God knows what. 
when he headed down to Mar-a-Lago. And so he gives Tucker the video. I watched it. You know what I also I also watch? I watched January 6th when it happened. And I watched an insurrection take place. Pure and simple. Individuals storming the Capitol to try to do what? To stop an election process so Donald Trump could stay in the office. Was everyone in the Capitol armed and ready to kill people? Of course not. No one in the show has ever said it, and nobody objectively has ever said it. So are there parts of the video, which Carlson went through with thousands of hours, where it shows people just walking around? No bleep. Like, that's a revelation that some of the officers didn't know what was going on and were letting people in. That's new news? It's not. We saw what they were doing. From all the networks. We saw Donald Trump do nothing. We saw Mike Pence hiding. And it was all because they believe the lies which haven't been proven in court. You still are allowed to believe them, but guess what? Eventually they go to court. And Donald Trump had maybe one notable victory and 60-some losses. So Tucker puts this uh, video out. So let's touch on one of the outlets not covering. Tucker's info. CNN covering it? CNN is covering it more than this other outlet to criticize. But Fox News is not covering it. I'm not the only one who's noticing this. Go, go Go in the Twitter machine. Been watching Fox News this entire time, this entire show. Hasn't come up at all. So if these revelations are so important, so significant, and so unique, and so eye-opening, and they're on Fox's highest-rated show, why isn't Fox covering it? Because they're not giving it credibility. Because we know what happened? Let's give you a couple pieces of audio. Let's start with the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell. Oh, yeah, big lefty. He votes with uh, Bernie Sanders a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, right. Falls in line, absolutely. AOC, Ilhan. Mm-hmm. They're all tight. <clears throat> they vote almost identical, don't they? A complete conservative, Mitch McConnell. Here we go. Here's Mitch McConnell yesterday, siding with, I don't know, Law enforcement. With regard to the uh, presentation on Fox News last night, I want to associate myself entirely with the opinion of the chief of the Capitol Police about what happened on January 6th. The Capitol Police called it out, said... It was propaganda at its highest. The ca- I thought, wait a second. Legitimately go after the Democrats who called out to fund the police because the idea was nonsense. 
But it's interesting. Some of the MAGA crowd, Dave, when they pick and choose when they're big law enforcement people. Apparently, we're not big law enforcement people on January 6th. And now we're even not big law enforcement people on Capitol Police. I thought you're always with the police. It's a complicated relationship, Chad. Okay, you don't understand it. I don't. I don't have enough time to explain it right now. I don't. I don't. When I will try to point out that overall police are good to very good to great, but then they're outliers. Oh, you hate the police. But then when when the far right says, oh, no, I don't believe him this time, but we're really with the police. (laughs) Okay. Then we get everything that's been going on, including new revelations, where if you have a shred of objectivity, you know this. Let's point out again. Fox has crushed CNN and MSNBC for decades. They've crushed them. Conservative talk radio nationally has crushed liberal talk radio. It's not close. Fox at putting on the right people and garnering the biggest numbers and the biggest revenue, they've been geniuses. I mean that sincerely. Brilliant at what they've done. But how how much more information do we have to get on text where we're seeing what Hannity, Ingram, and Carlson really think, and then the significant contradiction when they go on air. Do I, do I think there are other people at other networks who do that? Sure, I do. I do. But on this story in particular, when for a while during this stretch, CNN was having success in covering the January 6th story, and CNN was finally, and for a short period of time, because Fox has come back, So it was Fox. uh, What were they talking about? We've known this, right? Rudy's an idiot. Sidney Powell's an idiot. These are are comments from Tucker Carlson, Hannity, and Ingram. And these are in depositions. This isn't just reported by New York Times or some of us. These are documented from their text, irrefutably accurate. Rupert Murdoch talking about Hannity and Ingram going too far. Tucker Carlson. Text coming out yesterday. Talking about what what did he what does he think of uh what does he think of of Donald Trump? You remember what he said? I think he called him a nice guy and a true American. No, he hates him passionately. Oh, that's right, right, right. Okay. That's documented. <laughs> Tucker Carlson telling the truth. Can't wait for him to go. Talks talks about his fear of him, though. How he's a master at breaking things. So when you sit here and tell me they're a success, I tell you 100%. If you judge by numbers and revenue, phenomenal. But if you tell me what they think in real life to what they're saying uh, on air and how it matches up, it's clownish. Let's get to McCarthy. Let's get to McCarthy who decided to turn over this information for one reason, to make sure members of the right side, which he had to beg them all to get the amount of votes he needed to be speaker. We all witnessed that. So he turned over this to Tucker. Again, he could have turned it over to other people. Fox, he could have turned it over to a lot of people. No, he just turned it over to Tucker Carlson. A reminder, this is what Kevin McCarthy said about what happened January 6th. One officer got killed. I went down to think of broken arms. You don't understand what was transpiring at that moment in that time. 
People hanging. People brought ropes. When, when I got back into my building, I found the straps that they had. I don't know. They'd come and try to kidnap somebody or whatever, but they, they were well planned for it. That wasn't Carter doing Kevin McCarthy. That's what Kevin McCarthy actually said. So stop with this revisionist. The question is, does it hurt Fox at all moving forward? Text me. Do you think it hurts Fox at all moving forward? Because I'm highly skeptical that it's really going to hurt him. I think the diehards are just going to somehow say, "Eh, that's fake news. I don't believe it, even though they're in court documents. And it's the audio we just played. Or they're their actual text. Or it's actually Rupert Murdoch's own testimony. But I think the audience is so loyal It's not going to hurt him. When I would hope a few people might say, I'm a conservative. I'm not saying you have to turn liberal, but show a little perspective of the nonsense that is a part of the the acting which is taking place. Agree? Disagree? And add, do you think it's going to hurt Fox at all? Because I am skeptical. I want to hear what you say and what Dave thinks. It's 49 past 2 on Jason DeRush's radio station, WCC. I love the one text that comes in, DFL mouthpiece. <laughs> we had on Latricia Vitao to point out the far-left activists who are following her, screaming at her, shouting profanities at her, and crushed the far-left about this for multiple segments. And then we talked about the nonsense here. This is the sad part where people only want to listen to the side which satisfies their home team coverage, and it's not getting better no matter how often they listen. Among the texts, this isn't about Fox or CNN. It's about really what's going on in our nation. Beginning on people's path, your kids and grandkids will live a miserable life. I, I don't think our grandkids, Dave, are going to live a miserable life. I think we're going to get more and more siloed. And let's be honest, and Jason's going to join here in a second, too. The better way to do a show, to be honest, is just go far left or far right. It's the easier way to go. It's the more successful way to go. But maybe you want to have some integrity. Maybe you want to have some character. Maybe that's really who you are. Now, by the way, if you're a lefty and you want to do that show, do it. If you're a righty and you want to do the show, do it. But if it turns out information that comes out which shows you don't believe the BS you're saying, I think you should be called out. I've got a lot of texts from you I could call you out on. Huh. I'm just exhausted from this. You're, you're going to say talking to a Minneapolis City Council member is evidence of you not being a lefty? I mean... Well, no, I said calling out the activists. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. I love that, too, a lot of the uh, texters were, these are Trump activists. The folks who are disrupting Minneapolis City Council meetings. The way people tie tie themselves into knots to try to support absolutely ridiculous behavior is exhausting. On Twitter, there's this group of which many of them I enjoy very much. Yep. The Minneapolis extreme left Twitter. Very enjoyable. 
bending over backwards trying to justify the ridiculous behavior. And then they're the first to call out whataboutism. Yes. And then they're like, well, what about when Jeremiah? Well, you know what? Yeah. Like this. What about it? Like, just say it's bad. Yeah. It's it not should- that hard. Absolutely. You're right, though. The show would it, we would both be much more successful if we just like were raging laughter, raging life. Right. Yeah. I don't know that we I don't know that that's not what WCCO is about to me. And there's still room for this, I think, in in our community. I think I there, hope I think there is everywhere. I think my former partner, Barrero, does that type of show. Also. Yep. Um Listen, I've, I've and, never heard it. Yeah. What time is that show? On? Uh, Unclear. Yeah. You're, you're, you're busy. Listen, Andy Bloom was the program director who you dealt with a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. And he wanted everybody to go far right here. Yep. In fact, he tried to hire Jason Lewis. And management at the time said, we're not going there. Considering the conservative uh, versus liberal success ratio, it'd probably be better just to go all right. Well, yeah. Yeah, probably. And maybe at some point that's going to happen. It's not going to happen with those of us who are on show. It's because right Tucker, you look at Tucker, he's very entertaining. Like if the, the, the left has not found someone, they've tried. But they haven't been as successful. Because it's, they've, they they've take had, it too seriously. Yeah. And then I get a little tired. Tucker's willing to lie to, for, the, for the bit. And, <laughs> and it works out well. Tucker has dramatically changed from the guy he was when he would bounce from CNN to MSNBC, he's completely bought into the bit. Yeah, making a lot of money. It's working well. Yeah, it's working well. And I don't think this is going to hurt Fox. And one of the points maybe you missed, too, um, the major outlet that's not covering the Tucker video, Fox News. Why would they? Fox News is not covering. If if they believed it was news, they'd be covering. They're an entertainment network, except I think a lot of their audience doesn't realize it. No. What do you got going today? Uh, let's have some Irish whiskey after this serious talk. Kieran Folliard's going to come in. What time's that? Uh, 3.35, so pretty soon. Whoa! He'll be here in 15 minutes. Don't leave. You want to have a lacrosse talk for like an hour or so? Let's go. Jason comes up next here on CCO. See everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 